experience the reality of the gospel and receive light, life, and the joy of the Holy Ghost. As you listen to today's message, Danny Doku, a real blessing to you. Hello, I'm Reverend Danny Doku. It's Friday again, and we are here for Believer's Gazette. Believer's Gazette is a journal for believers, for them to know the simple things that they ought to know to help them grow in Christ. It's just like a, a worker or an engineer with his toolbox. His toolbox helps him to grow, uh, to, to, to do his work. And therefore, you are on Believer's Gazette to learn the simple things as a Christian that can help you to grow. Glory to God. And this month, we have been talking about the Holy Spirit. We talked about the person of the Holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit, the deity of the Holy Spirit. And I'm ending the episode on the Holy Spirit with the symbols or things in nature that the Holy Spirit identifies himself with. And when we see those things, the Holy Spirit manifests sometimes in that kind of manner. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So the Holy Spirit sometimes comes in in forms or he comes as. The word is as. So because it is as, that is not him. So the Holy Spirit descended on Jesus as a dog. But the Holy Spirit is not a dog. So those things, those symbols that the Holy Spirit identify himself with, they are not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit identifies himself. If you identify yourself with something, you are not that thing. You have your personality. You are you and that thing is that thing. So by the time we finish, we have to know that the Holy Spirit can come in this way and that way, but he is not that. So that we don't go about putting things and saying, this is the Holy Spirit. That would be an insult to the Holy Ghost. So let's learn. If believers can say, so we are just here to learn and know things that will help us. Praise God. In Matthew, in Mark chapter 1, Mark chapter 1, Mark chapter 1, let me read from verse 9. Okay, let me read from verse 8. Verse 8 says, I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Verse 8 says, I in verse 9, and it came to pass that in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John in the Jordan. Verse 10, and straight away coming out of the water, he saw heavens open. This was a prophetic vision. The heavens didn't open, so only John that saw it. The other people were there, but they didn't see the heavens open. So he saw the heavens open. The saw there is a prophetic scene. So it's not like everybody was there and they saw it. So John saw the heavens open and he saw the heavens open and the spirit like a dove descending upon him. He didn't say the dove came and descended upon him. He said the spirit like a dove. He was describing how the spirit came upon him, how the spirit descended upon him. Other says that the spirit came as a dove landing on him. So like a dove, as a dove. So the Holy Spirit is not a dove. But you see, in the Spirit, how he descended, it shows the 
peaceful nature of the Holy Spirit. Just like a dove is very peaceful, just like a dove is very humble. They, like a dove, it descended. So like a dove will land. That is how the Spirit of God landed. He, he, he had to use that word as a dove. He had to use as a, as an eagle. Or as, he, he won't let you know that there's something about the dove and how it lands that is associated with how the Spirit came upon Jesus. Where's very carefully chosen by the Holy Ghost. So the Spirit of God is not a dove, but can descend on a man as a dove. But the Holy Spirit is not a dove. So, so that you don't go, we don't go about, when a time we see a dove, we say, oh, that's the, that's the Holy Spirit. I've seen some uh, 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 occults and all that also use doves. They can use doves and send them to, to do many bad stuff. So the Holy Spirit is not a dove. So that when any time you see a dove, you say, that's the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. But the Holy Spirit came in as a dove. It shows the humility. The way it came, a peaceful descending. So the Holy Spirit descended on him peacefully, just like a dove would descend so peacefully. Glory to God. So this is one of the ways. So a dove in that sense, as the Holy Spirit came in, but he is not, the, the dove is not the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Now, the Holy Spirit can come in as a cloud in the Old Testament. By a pillar of cloud, he, 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 he was with them by day, and a pillar of fire, he was with them by night. So it shows that the presence of God was with them. Hallelujah. Let's read Exodus chapter 33. Exodus 33, I read from verse 9. He said, And it came to pass as Moses entered into the tabernacle. This is the tabernacle of God. The cloudy pillar descended. There was a cloud. Look at it. You see, it's descending. Where does it come from? It's coming from above. A cloudy pillar descended and stood by the door at the tabernacle. And the Lord talked with Moses. That will tell you that that cloud was representing the presence of God at the time, which the Holy Spirit brings. So the Holy Spirit brings in that God, God's presence. So he saw that cloud. It was a pillar of cloud, thick pillar of cloud, just descending into the place. And sometimes as you pray, you can have supernatural experiences and you feel this cloud. I'm not talking about a fog. You're living in a cold place and there's a fog. You can't say that the Holy Spirit came to your room. You're talking about maybe a noonday where everything through, then a, a cloud comes in. That is the presence of the Holy Ghost right there. But the Holy Spirit is not a cloud but can come in as a cloud. Look, it describes it because things of the Spirit, sometimes you don't know which words to use. So you have to use things that are in the natural that look like it. So it's only the cloud that look like whatever is happening. That's what they call the Shekinah glory. It's the glory of God that comes in. You can't describe it, so you have to say, okay, it looks like a cloud. Hallelujah. Other than that, when you fly 40,000 feet above sea level, you see the clouds. That is not the Holy Ghost. And some of those clouds are so beautiful. But that is not the Holy Ghost. This thing cannot come in in your room. And Moses went there and he was praying. And I don't think Moses was in a high altitude. He was where he was. And the cloud descended. 
And the Bible says, And God talked with Moses. That was the presence of God. And the Holy Spirit brings out that presence. And sometimes people have supernatural experiences having seen some of these things. And it's not always that you see a cloud that it is the Holy Spirit. You got to understand that. Glory to God. So that, but you see, more, uh, when, when Solomon dedicated his temple, there was a cloud. There was fire. Hallelujah. That, that the priest could not even minister. That was the Shekinah glory of God. That came in by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit can bring in that manifestation. And you can see visibly. So this is not where we put some uh, uh, lights that bring out things in the church and we say that the Holy Spirit is there. No, no, no. no. Those are uh, artificial things that come. So that's not the presence of God. That's trying to mimic it. Sometimes that is how it looks like though, but that is not it. So we sing, we sing, we sing then. The technical guys, then the things come in and we say, oh, the presence of God is there. No, this is pure, hallelujah, where there is nothing in anybody but the presence of God coming and the Holy Spirit comes in as a cloud. But remember, He is not a cloud. If not, as you fly 40,000 feet above sea level, all the clouds there is the Holy Ghost. No, it's called the Shekinah glory. That's why I say, like a cloud. Look at the letter this again. And verse 9, and it came to pass as Moses entered into the tabernacle, the cloudy pillar descended. It descended. This was the cloudy pillar that was with them by day. It descended in the tabernacle. That showed them that the presence of God was there. So anytime they were moving, they saw the pillar of cloud, which was different from every pillar, every cloud. They saw that they knew that God is still with them. By, by night, they saw the pillar of fire. They know that God is, is still with them. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I shall never leave you nor forsake you. And sometimes in, in the Holy Spirit manifesting His glory, you see some of these things. Glory to God. Now, the oil, oil, oil. Sometimes when we see oil, we see the nature of the Holy Spirit. Oil flows everywhere. So the Holy Spirit flows everywhere. The reason why we pour the anointing oil on your head is that that is how the Holy Spirit descends. It descended on Jesus. And when it flows from the head through the beard of God, try to tell you that when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, it fills every part of your body. It goes in you. So it means that when the Holy Spirit will pour oil, but the Holy Spirit is not oil. That is what I'm trying to say. He's not a dove, he's not a cloud, but he's not oil. So that when we anoint people with oil, we are just showing a sign. But the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit is not the oil. The Holy Spirit himself is not the oil. How God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power. Hallelujah. So sometimes when we feel the oil on our body, we say, oh, the Holy Spirit. That is not the Holy Spirit. That is just symbolic to show that we are doing something. And when we pour it, we actually pray that the Holy Spirit should come upon us. Hallelujah. So it, it just makes us to know that something is happening. So when the anointed kings in the Old Testament, they poured oil on them. And when they finish, the prophet speaks over their life. Hallelujah. Then the Holy Spirit comes upon them. So the oil is the physical to show that, okay, we are praying for him so that the, because when the Holy Spirit comes on the person, you can't see it physically, except you are, a, a, a prophet or God opens your eyes to see like John saw the spirit descending on Jesus like a dog. But 
when the oil is poured on him, he seals it in the filter to say, okay, the Holy Spirit has come upon him. But the Holy Spirit is not oil. So let not be too enthused about oil. I see people buying oil, they put in their house, all over the house, so that the Holy Spirit can always be there. The Holy Spirit is omnipresent. He's wherever, he, he, he's everywhere. Hallelujah. And his manifest presence can be so strong in your house without the oil. So the Holy Spirit is not oil. Psalm 23. Psalm 23, verse 5. Psalm 23 said, Thou prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointed my head with oil. My cup runneth over. He said, You anoint my head with oil. Glory to God. The scripture says that let your head lack no oil and let your raiment be pure. He's trying to tell you that always make sure that the Holy Spirit is still there. But the Holy Spirit in the New Testament now, when he comes upon you and he comes to dwell in you, he doesn't leave you. So the presence of God is with you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So he said, anointed my head with oil and my cup ran it over. Glory to God. The Holy Spirit can overflow all over you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. And that is what he comes to do in the life of the Holy Spirit. Now, James also makes us to know that he said, if anybody is sick among you, call for the elders, anointing him with oil, letting him understand that it is the, we are not even the person with oil, making the person understand that it is the Holy Spirit that is going to do the healing. So the oil is supposed to let you that, okay, I bring in oil to let you know that it is not the oil that will do the healing, but it's the Holy Spirit, because in the Jewish culture, they understood that, that the oil comes in to protect, it comes in to do, because the shepherds use them to protect their sheep from mites and ticks. So when it is used in, it's as a prophetic symbol, it's going to tell you that the Holy Spirit is actually the one that is coming to do the work. Glory to God. But when you continue to say that, and the prayer of fish shall heal the sick, not the oil. So the oil is there to let the person know. We pour the person fuses on his body to let him know that, okay, now that you feel this physically, it is the Holy Spirit that will actually do that. Hallelujah. So you can do without the oil. I will condemn anybody that is using oil, but they have to use it appropriately so that the person will understand that the oil becomes like a symbol physically. To show that whatever thing you're about to do, it is the Holy Spirit that will let it come to pass. It is not by power. So anytime we see the oil, we know that it is not by power. It is not by mind. It's by the Spirit. Say the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So don't, don't be enthused too much about oil and all that. Once in a while, we can, we can pray and use oil. But it, it shouldn't be the, the thing. Anytime you saw the prophet bringing an oil, it means that in the Old Testament, a king was going to be anointed or a priest was going to be anointed. So they were not just giving people oil, go and put it in your house and all that. It was for something really specific. Glory to God. It's like now when we ordain ministers, we put in a white color in their black shirt. The color is not the work, the Holy Spirit. But let you know that they have been ordained by the Holy Ghost. That is just, it's just like the oil. So the oil is not the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. But the Holy Spirit, when it's upon you, he, he, he flows on you like an oil. 
And sometimes when oil is poured upon you, you can feel it. And sometimes when the Holy Spirit comes, the presence of the Holy Spirit comes and you feel it. And sometimes some people have goose pimples. It's like something cold, sometimes something warm that's come upon you. And that is the feel of the oil of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So that's how the anointing feels like. When oil is poured, that's how it feels like. But the oil is not the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Now, the Holy Spirit can come in like a wind. Like a wind. Let's read John, John chapter 4. John chapter 3. John 3 verse 8. John 3 verse 8. Nicodemus had come to Jesus. He said, well, I need to be born again. And Jesus, he says, can a man go into the, his mother's womb again? And Jesus said, marvel not, verse 7, he said, marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. Then verse 8, he said, the wind bloweth where it, it listed. And thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot tell when it cometh. Whether where and whither it goeth, so is everyone that is born of the Spirit of God. So when somebody is born of the Spirit of God, he has that characteristics. That is how the Spirit Himself also behaves. You cannot tell it. You cannot predict the Holy Ghost so easily. Glory to God. He comes in, blows it just like how the wind is. Hallelujah. And in the book of Acts, when they were praying, the Bible said there was a mighty rushing wind. A mighty rushing wind that came in and filled the place. So that was the presence of the Holy Spirit. But the wind is not the Holy Ghost. But the Holy Spirit can come in that wind to accomplish his task. But the wind is not the Holy Ghost. That is why when we see a wind blowing, we say the wind is the Holy Ghost. No, that is not the Holy Spirit. Any of these things, the devil can use it as well. But mainly, God uses it, the devil uses that to try because they are evil winds. Evil winds can blow, but when the wind of the Spirit comes in, it can stop every evil wind. Glory to God. So that is how it is. But the wind is not the Holy Spirit. Note that. The wind is not the Holy Spirit. Number five, water. Water sometimes comes in like that. The Holy Spirit comes in. Let's read John chapter 4. John chapter 4. John chapter 4, verse 14. Verse 13, let me read from there. John 4, 13, he said, Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall test again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never test. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing into everlasting life. This is what he's talking about, the Holy Spirit. So, then naturally, when you drink natural water, you test. But Jesus was talking about the joy of the Holy Ghost that comes into a man's life when he receives the Holy Spirit. So, when the Holy Spirit comes into your life, you will never test again. Glory to God. Never. He said that, but whosoever drinketh of this water, he's talking about the Holy Spirit. He's not talking about natural water. So, whosoever, there is said that, but the water that I shall give thee shall be in him a well. It will be like a well. Glory to God. It will be like a well. That's why in John chapter 7, let's go. John 7, 
He says something beautiful there in John chapter 7. To back up what I'm going to say in John 4, 14, he said, In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and Christ said, If any man tests, let him come unto me and drink. <laughs> he that believeth of me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow. John 14 said that, he shall not test again. He shall be like a well that springs up in him. Then now in, 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 in John 7 he's saying, Out of his bed shall flow rivers of living water. Then verse 39 he said, But he spake of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. From the Holy Ghost was not yet, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not glorified. So he's saying that he was not just speaking about any water. He was talking about the water of the Holy Ghost, that the Holy Spirit will come into you and fill you, and out of you will flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. So the water was used in this scripture to represent the Holy Ghost, so that if we drink of the Holy Spirit, we don't test again. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Then number six, fire. Fire. But like I said, the Holy Spirit is not water. Before I go back to fire, the Holy Spirit is not water, it's not oil, it's not wind, it's not a cloud, it's not a dove. But it can come in in this way and it is described most of it how it comes in. Glory to God. That is why he says that when the enemy comes like a flood, like water, the Spirit of God Will give a standard like but he's not that water he's not that flood but the, the way a flood can stop things that's how the spirit of god can. glory to god then fire number six fire matthew chapter three in matthew chapter three matthew chapter three verse matthew three verse 11 says that I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So it doesn't mean that now we we'll go and take people and dip people into fire, like we dip people into water for water baptism. He's talking about the fire of the Holy Spirit. You baptize with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Let's look at Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, verse 2. Acts 2, 2. And in the day of Pentecost was fully come. They, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. You see? The way a wind will come. That is how the Holy Spirit came in. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. So they could hear the sound. All around the place. Uh, verse 3. And there appeared unto them clothing tongues like of fire. You see, it is not fire, but it looked like fire because the spiritual world, he didn't have anything to compare it with that. So he had to compare in the natural world, what could be the closest thing that we can compare to that clothing tongues that they saw. The clothing tongues was on their head, but it looked like fire. And he sat upon each of them. So each of them had these clothing tongues on them. And that was the Holy Ghost. Looking like that on, on them. It looked like small tongues of fire. 
on, on, their, on their head. And they were filled. See, he sat upon them and he filled them. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. And the Spirit gave them utterance. They began to speak in tongues. But the Holy Spirit is not fire. He, he, he came as clothing tongues of fire. Glory to God. So we can see these symbols, but you don't go and draw a fire and say that's the Holy Ghost. That's why we have the fire. We can talk like the fire of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. That's why people pray. They say, let the fire. Well, God is a consuming fire. Yeah, but like the fire that was on the burning bush. It was not just a normal fire. Because normal fire will burn it. Glory to God. It was burning. The last one is wine. Wine. Someone say, hey, wine. Yeah, wine. The Holy Spirit sometimes looks in this way. We bring in wine when we read the scriptures. Glory to God. It's not the wine that somebody will drink. Okay, let's read it. Ephesians will talk about it. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians 5 verse 18. Ephesians 5 verse 18. It said, And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, the same way wine makes somebody feel so high, that is the same way when the Holy Spirit comes on you, the joy, the joy. You are so joyful. Some of you think that is, is this guy drunk. That's what they said to Peter. When the Holy Ghost came upon, sat on them with clothing tongue, they began to be, uh, speak in tongues. And somebody said, ah, look at this early morning, these people are drunk. Because they could seize the joy. Hallelujah. So when the joy of the Holy Ghost filled you, some of you think that, yeah, this guy, what, is he taking something? No, it's the joy of the Holy Ghost. So he said that instead of being filled with wine, natural wine, when there is, where there is excess, debauchery, why won't you be filled with the Holy Ghost? The Holy Ghost can come in and it's like a new wine. That's what Jesus said. You cannot put a new wine in an old wine skin. That's why before the Holy Spirit will come in your life, you have to be born again. So you cannot come in a new wine cannot be in an old wine skin. So you got to be born again. He was talking about the Holy Spirit. So before a man will receive the Holy Ghost, the new wine, he has to be born again. The wine skin has to change and he has to be born again. Glory to God. But the Holy Spirit is not wine. Hallelujah. This is the symbols and things. So we don't have to go and draw wine and say that. That's it. We don't have to draw a dove. We don't have to draw a cloud. But the Holy Spirit can come in in this in these ways individually to us. Glory to God. So when we see these things, we don't have to make it look like this is what it is. The Holy Spirit is not a dove. He comes in a form of peace. He comes in in humility. It's not a cloud, but it can come in like a cloud to fill the place for you to see that the presence of God is there. It comes in, the oil represents him, the anointing, the points, the way it flows over you. That's how the Holy Spirit, the wind, the water, the fire, and the wine. Glory to God. This is what time will allow us to, 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 to teach, but these are very important. You can make your own studies, get through scriptures, maybe the other things that are used in the scripture that I have not mentioned. Get to know of them. 
It's good to be a Christian who is a good theologian. You understand the word of God for yourself so that nobody will deceive you. Glory to God. So these things can be used as a, a, a symbol. You can pray for somebody and give him a communion wine. represents that. But doesn't mean that that is the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. So the things that we do in the natural, they do not mean that that's the Holy Ghost. But the Holy Ghost can manifest and come in with these things as it is explained in Scripture. God bless you. I pray that your weekend will be blessed. I pray that may God fill you with a new wine and you'll be filled with the joy of the Holy Spirit. I pray that the fire of the Holy Spirit will quench every trouble around you. I pray that the Holy Spirit will come upon you like an oil and you will get the oil of gladness. I pray you receive the peace of the Holy Spirit like a dove, like never before in your life. I pray that the Holy Spirit will manifest himself strongly in your prayer time and your place will be full. You will feel the clouds of God all around you. I pray the Holy Spirit will stir your spirit, that your spirit like will be flowing like the uh, 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 rivers of living waters and you will continue to flow and never be stagnant in life again. May your weekend be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I hope you are blessed by today's message. To correspond with Reverend Danny Doku and receive more of such anointed teachings, you can visit dannydoku.com or download the Danny Doku Digital Pool on Google Play Store or App Store for your iOS devices. You can look us up on any of our social media handles, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or contact us on 055-820-2278. 055-820-2278.